Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So imagine you're a Kratom plant just minding your own business, and then all of a sudden, out of the bushes, comes this random guy named Peter Willem Korthals. Well, as it turns out, that's exactly what happened. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Thursday morning, hoping all is well with you out there today. And I hope the beginning of this episode caught you off guard and gave you a little bit of a surprise. Okay, what did I do? What I did was I looked into where is Kratom first recorded in history? Where, when was this? Where was this? And who did it? We know that people have been using Kratom for thousands of years in Southeast Asia, in a few different, well, current day countries, but maybe not countries back then, but few different land areas. But we don't really have written records of Kratom, or at least as far as I could find, no written records of Kratom going back that far. Now, who really knows? There might be written records of Kratom in the countries where it was being used a long time ago, but I just haven't found that yet. Also, I would assume that China probably has written record of it going way far back, much further back than what I found. <laughs> but obviously, that's not accessible to me either. So I'm trying to find the next best thing here. And this is what I found. I didn't know any of this. So what I found was that there was a Dutch botanist his name was Peter Willem Korthals, and he was a Dutch botanist from the early 19th century, so he was traveling around the early 1800s and writing down, basically, descriptions of plants and drawing them and journaling about them. And what he did is he came across people in Southeast Asia who were chewing on this plant, and it was helping them with pain and fatigue and things like that. So he ended up formally recording it. He, he wrote it down, he wrote the details, he drew it. And then with the name, or the formal name, not Kratom, but um, Mitra Gyna Speciosa, or however you say it. I'm always terrible with the names, I can never remember how to pronounce it, so sorry. <laughs> but um, with the name of Mitra Gyna, Mitra is actually Mitra, and Mitra is the that interesting hat or you know like tall headdress type of hat thing that some abbots wear or bishops um and you see a lot of pictures with those from the early 1800s on abbots or bishops these tall headdress types of things those are called mitras who knew so he called the plant mitra gyna or mitra gyna because it resembled that to him which is really interesting and kind of strange in my opinion, but hey, if you want to, you know, write it down and come up with a name, I guess that works too. 
Of course, the name Kratom is not from a 1800s bishop's hat, <laughs> but actually it seems like that originates from the Thai language itself. And I'm not going to start butchering Thai on this podcast right now, so... I know I have a lot of people in Thailand who are listening to this, so maybe one of you could send along the right way to say it, and uh, and then I'll give it a try, but I'm not even going to attempt it right now, so my apologies. (laughs) Um, Okay, so there's that for you. This Dutch explorer who's a botanist, you know, doesn't discover Kratom. I mean, people had already discovered Kratom, but he's just the first one, as far as I could find in written record, that had recorded it down in a book drawings, description, etc. Okay? That's definitely something I want to make clear. This is not the discovery of a plant that I'm talking about. This is just writing it down very early on as far as I could tell. Who knows? There might be more written record going back even earlier. I just can't find it. Or at least not at the moment. But I'll keep looking because you never know. Some other things that are interesting about this guy, though, is that he also was the first to record a few other plants um, that I've actually heard of before. I haven't heard of the name specifically, or I don't remember them, but like tropical pitcher plants, those are some interesting ones. Those are those plants that they literally look like pitchers. They have some liquid inside of them. They trap bugs, insects, things like that in there. Uh, Tropical pitcher plants. So he recorded that. And he also recorded uh, the plant that's known as the corpse flower. If you don't know what that one is, you should look that one up too, because that's an interesting one. It says that it's a plant that produces the largest unbranched inflorescence in the world and emits a foul odor to attract pollinators. I seem to remember learning about this plant. I I didn't remember the name, but hearing corpse flower now kind of rings a bell. I think that one's like, what is that, the stinkiest flower in the world or something like that? It sounds like something that I really don't want to go find myself, but I'm glad someone else wrote it down, I guess. (laughs) And he went on to record something like 60 other plants that no one had really written down before. Again, all this is pretty limited based on my research, but it seems like he made some pretty good quote-unquote discoveries, although, you know, a lot of these, including Kratom, it wasn't so much discovered that day. But anyway, so I thought that that was really cool. I, I'd never really thought about looking into the, the, like, I've looked into the history of Kratom, but I didn't look into the, like, history of, like, when Kratom was first written down in a book, you know? So that's pretty cool. I want to find more. I am sure that there is more out there. And for instance, there are, you know, written records, drawings, and descriptions of uh, cannabis seeds, for instance through Chinese records going back thousands of years. So it would surprise me if someone from China over thousands of years didn't happen to wander a little further southeast and, you know, stumble across Kratom. People using Kratom or just the plant itself and writing something down about it. And, ah, if I could find one of those things, that would be so cool. That'd be one of those things that I would, like, print out and put up on my wall or something. You know, a poster of the first uh, recorded journaling of of Kratom leaves. (laughs) That would be awesome. So anyway, hope you found this interesting. I I love doing deep dives. This wasn't really a deep dive, but just a few searches. But it's really neat, whatever we can turn up with just a little research and curiosity, I guess. And I'll be using what I found here and just kind of try and bounce off of that and find some earlier information about it. I believe it's out there. I know it's out there. We shall find it. Okay, everyone, take care. Take it easy. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.